The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. I'm guessing uh, public schools are not real good for those conservative libertarians like me. No, they are not. And in fact, it's a mystery why 9 out of 10 parents who are, who are faith-based, who are conservative-leaning, still have their kids in public schools. I think, it's, we, I think it comes down to money. I think it comes down to money and opportunity. So here's the thing. There's a cost to everything. Yes, there's a financial cost when you send your kids to a private school, a faith-based school, or even homeschooling. That's a smaller thing. That's a, that's a time cost. Right. But there's a cost to sending our kids to public schools, and the cost is we're losing them. They are coming out of elementary, but mostly high school, as little progressives or at least inclined towards those values and those beliefs, regardless of where their parents are coming from. And it's time, in our book, we pull together the data that makes that case that this is not a problem of universities radicalizing children who who are emerging from the public schools still with, you know, their parents' values solidly um, as their foundation. That's not the case. They're, They're being moved to the left just by going through the public school systems. And we've got to look at that. You know, as people who care about the future of our country and about our kids, you know, this I don't is think really what we want. I don't think most parents fully understand. We only hear. I mean, we don't have the time, even if we wanted to, to really know everything that's being taught in every class, every conversation. We we don't have the time, nor would we ever be able to know every conversation, every nuanced statement every teacher makes throughout the course of the day with our with our kids. There's no way to know. We don't have the time to know. All we hear are the sensationalized stories. A school in Walla Walla, Washington did this. A teacher in Baton Rouge Rouge did that yesterday. But I got to believe if we're hearing those, our kids are exposed to all kinds of bad every day that we never know about. Yeah, so there are two things there. We, We may not know everything that goes on, but we can look at the results. And the most recent graduating class of high school students is the most liberal, the most left that we have had since the late 60s and early 70s. And this has been a progression as the schools have adopted progressive ideology. Our children are being you know, pulled out like a riptide to, just to the left. So we have to look at the results because I hear it all the time when I'm talking to parents. It's like my, my children don't go to school anymore. My kids are, think socialism is cool. My, you know, they're, they're, they're toed left and their parents are scratching their heads. And so we have to look at that. And the second thing is, the reason why we don't know all that's being taught is the school has a different goal. The public education system has a different goal than at least conservative and faith-based parents do. And the schools are intentionally keeping parents in the dark. And it really and is that, very easy for teachers and school systems to influence. It is it's so simple, so subtle, the way they teach things. It doesn't even have to be out there going, socialism is great. All you have to do is downplay certain uh, historical uh, events, uh, focus on a couple of others, put a nicer little um, glossy coating on something that was bad with socialism, mm-hmm, right? That's mm-hmm. all you have to do. Right, right. It's how you portray America, how you portray the problems in our country. Of course, there are problems. It's the emphasis. It's how you, it's like the mainstream media. 
And so that's what we're seeing in the public schools. And don't get me wrong, there are some (coughs) very fine teachers and administrators in the public school system, but they're wearing a straitjacket. (laughs) <laughs> and it, right. it's the you know it's the progressive straitjacket because they've got to conform to what the schools are promoting, and if you look at the educational establishment from the NEA to the National School Counselors to the National Association of Elementary School Principal School uh, or Secondary Schools School Boards Associations, they are all adopting and promoting left wing positions. And not so, not subtle or marginal left wing. We are talking the extremist of the extreme. Well, we're talking. It would map on very nicely to the to the Democrat platform. Mm. And so again, parents need to say, stop wondering at the end of your child's high school time. Stop wondering how did this happen, and say, what do I want for my child? This is not producing it and i've got to get the facts and that's what we do in get out now uh, in our book we just we pull together the facts about the impact of public education on faith on patriotism on on political leanings on our kids mental you know psychological stability do they understand whether they're a boy or girl or is someone going to try to to make that a tippy thing you know this is all these things come into play parents need to get informed so, Mary, help us. Is there any way to to save public education at this point, or is that a different argument? Is it let, you got to get your kids out now? Number one, if we're an emergency situation, get your kids out of school, come up with something different, and then as we're doing that, we take a breath down the road a piece and say, now can we save public schools? Is that it? Yeah, that is it. Because here's the thing: there are no do overs on childhood, and parents' first obligations are to their own kids. And so you will not be able to change the system within your child's school lifetime. And the litigators on the left will see to that. So as conservatives or libertarians, there is something we can do long term to change public education. But it's not going to happen for our kids today. And that's what parents need to look at. Why sacrifice your kids? You just don't get a do-over. Actually, and by saving your kids today, that may save public education generations down the road. It'll certainly save our country. Yeah, and that could do it. How difficult is it to homeschool uh, for people who have you know toyed with the idea but really haven't done the research? I know there are a lot more resources available now for homeschooling parents. Is it, is it oh. that difficult to do? No, I'll tell you what, I know parents who work full-time and are able to homeschool. I know parents who have one parent deployed and who are homeschooling. I mean, what has changed is the availability of materials on the Internet and the fact that homeschooling is way more mainstream and there are homeschooling groups in every part of the, of the country and every part of every state, so there are opportunities for socialization, for, for support, for co-ops, which is what I see happening. You know, parents getting together and, and you'll have someone who's got a background in science and and they're Mm. teaching a small science class so parents need to just make the decision get out now do what's right for your kids and you will find the opportunities i wonder if there's uh, maybe a first step for parents that aren't sure they can make the the full commitment to teach maybe maybe they start trying to teach a class or two for a couple of months and see okay is this something we can work into is that possible 
Well, here's the thing. In the back of our book, we have a whole question and answer section that, mm-hmm. that talks to parents who and addresses these concerns, you know, where they're, they're just not sure or, or they've got countervailing reasons why mm-hmm. they're just not sure. So, so we address that specifically in the book. And ironically, one of the things that homeschoolers have been trying to do is to get the public school systems to open up to allow children to come in and take, for example, that chem lab uh, class that might be difficult. Mm-hmm. And the public school system is resisting this. You know, there are a few select places across the country that allow that kind of, you know, come in for a class and then leave so you don't have to be immersed in the whole ideological project. Mm -hmm. But the public schools are resisting that, and and you know why. It's because they want to have control, and they they want the whole package. They want to form your kid according to that ideology, that mindset. They want you immersed in that. And and so long-term... That's one of the things that we need to just sort of bust open and change our model of schooling here, you know, and change the idea of vouchers so that the money goes with the, with the child and parents can exercise that choice. But those are, those are long-term solutions. Parents really, if they're looking at what's best for their child, they need to say, get out. I'll find something, I'll make something, I'll, I'll get together with others, I'll look at the private schools, I'll look at faith-based schools. You need to find the alternative now because there's no do-over on your child's situation. So you also talk about some states that are just no longer good for your school and for your kids, and you should pull kids if they're on these states. California, D.C., Washington State, Minnesota, Kansas, North Carolina, Florida, Delaware, Pennsylvania, Oregon, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. So uh, you're saying that those states those are, are the worst right now? Those are the worst? Well, what I'm saying is those the first three chapters of our book, we, we go into the whole transgender agenda and the fact that that is being imposed regardless of parents' views, teachers' views. That's being imposed, and those states that you named are at the forefront in terms of both shutting parents out. There's no opt-out. If you don't, if you don't buy into the fact that your, your chromosomes and your, your sex can't change, but the little boy sitting next to your daughter can all of a sudden say he's a girl and go into the bathrooms and, and be on the sports teams and, and all those things. If you don't buy into that, you don't have any recourse in all of those states. And in fact, in all but a, a couple of school districts across the country, they're, the school districts are embracing this because nobody wants to bully any kid and we want to take care of every kid. But that's not that's become an excuse for importing this this whole ideology that that represses free speech, right? You have to you have to use the pronouns, you have to get with the program and you have to say that the boy is now a girl, regardless of what you think, and, and your child is gonna be pressured to do that, to buy into that whole thing, regardless of whether from a faith perspective or a science perspective, you're, you're saying, that's just not true. You know, their feelings, their confusion, okay, you know, be kind, support that person, but instead we're changing reality. And so, so those states you listed are, the, are at the vanguard. They're, they're, they're at the forefront of this push. Uh, in terms of, of gender, transgender ideology. But across the board, there isn't a public school system in the country that's not importing progressive ideology 
because that's it's shot through the curriculum. It's it's in the textbooks. It's in the the um, extracurricular materials. Lots of teachers now are are pulling stuff from the internet. And the Southern Poverty Law Center has a website, Teaching Tolerance, that they promote massively to teachers. And and they sort of hide. It's it's not advertised right up front that it's Southern Poverty Law Center. You just see teaching tolerance. Oh yeah, every teacher wants to teach their kids to be tolerant. And these materials are anti-American. It's identity politics. Right. You know, it, yeah. it's all this stuff, and Mary, so this, it's coming in everywhere. This is really good information. We're going to go ahead and tweet out a link and post a link to uh, your book on uh, social media. It, great information. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, have a great day. Mary Rice Hasten, co-author of Get Out Now, Why You Should Pull Your Children for Public School Before It's Too Late. Hey, it's Doc Thompson, and you're listening to The Morning Blaze. And if you like what you're hearing on this show, then you probably will like Pat Gray Unleashed. Available now wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.